Happy Miserable Monday, you broke-ass motherfuckers. It's the Broke-Ass Podcast with Kiki and Shane. Now here's your host, Kiki and Shane. And thanks for joining us for the Broke-Ass Podcast. Unfortunate enough, you might actually be watching this on Tuesday instead of Monday. So that happy, uh, miserable Monday, motherfuckers. Well... It's going to be a belated happy on that one due to circumstances. You can see Kiki is not here with me right now. Uh, again, due to extenuating circumstances beyond our control, Kiki's going to be filming in a couple of stories and she's going to send them to me and we're going to be uploading them into the video and into the audio. So again, you might not be seeing this until Tuesday. That being said, we're going to start the show off the way that we always do with a shameless plug. That's right, folks. You want to visit our website at lowdowndirtyshane.com. It's going to give you an idea of what kind of sense of humor that we have, what kind of jokes that we tell, and what kind of topics we're going to be talking about. We've got three different shows that's available for you to watch or listen to. That's Raw Background Noise, Scoops, Conspiracy Corner, and of course, your broke-ass podcast. Uh, also, uh, with all of those other shows, that we have we've got links to where you can watch those shows we've got links available to where you can listen to those shows apple uh if you look right here you can see us on our rss dot uh feed we'll actually go directly to the website and take a look at it so whenever you go to lowdowndirtyshane.com you're going to be greeted with this little banner maybe even a pop-up of some sorts and you can find us available this is our link to our rss feed as well as apple spotify google yes we're on youtube and we're on rumble careful folks we do offer some things for you we have a proper packer checker available for you just in case if you want to see that uh and sign up for it hours are limited and timing is uh, is you know it's minimal you got to catch her at the right time all right so don't forget you can go to lowdowndirtyshane.com check out everything that we've got to offer check out the links that we have available we're also on all of our social media available we have discord we have facebook instagram we have a tiktok we have a twitter and then of course our youtube and rundable is on there as well and we're on truth social you can find us on lowdown dirty truth uh, that's right folks i'm going to go ahead and drop some names down here at the bottom of the screen so you can see what all of our at names are so you want to find us on there just in case if you don't want to go to the website and you want to look us directly up onto your app let's start the story off with bang today apparently pelosi is having fun and uh she's trying to uh, puff her chest in a sense right so nancy pelosi right here is screaming that she does not have to give out any videos or emails uh dealing with the january 6th incident so of course she was screaming for everything from trump and everything of trump's uh people but you know trump was saying he had executive privilege well now She's claiming that she has sovereign immunity. So therefore, because she's investigating everything, I guess she doesn't have to be investigated herself, right? She's the one doing the looking into. She doesn't have to be looked into herself. Now, this is the Gateway Pundit, and this is by Joe Hoff. So I know a lot of you, some of you may not like the Gateway Pundit. Some of you might. You know what? They've actually gotten some stories right. So let's take a look and see what they have to say. 
I said, Nancy, uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi will not hand over video coverage and emails from January 6th per the Freedom of Information Act request. Pelosi based her decision on sovereign immunity. Pelosi and Democrats know if they release the 14,000 hours of footage from security cameras on J6, it will blow apart their narrative. She is hiding it. And of course, you can already tell this is an opinion piece. All right. This isn't all just the facts. Here's the facts. And you make the opinions for yourself. Everybody's got their own fucking agenda. Everybody's pushing their own fucking narrative, man. So just take that to heart and take everything with a grain of salt whenever you read into anything. Doesn't matter whether it's coming from the Gateway Pundit or CNN. And we will be looking at CNN later today as well, too. And we're going to be ripping that shit apart. So what else does he have to say? So meanwhile, dozens of Trump supporters are rotting in jail one mile from the U.S. Capitol while waiting for a fair trial, which they won't get because their evidence will be hidden from the American public. Now, here's the thing. These defenders, they actually have what's called discovery, all right, that should be given to them. Now, here's the funny part is these people have been jailed up since like around February and March of last year, and they have not gotten a trial. They have not gotten a hearing. I don't even think they've gotten in front of a judge. One of them finally plead guilty to something just to get out of there, and he had to serve some time, and he's going to be on probation or something along those lines. But this is fucking crazy, and all of these people are being held in here and not even really charged with anything except for maybe trespassing so what is nancy hiding why doesn't she want to actually show any of her emails or show any of the fucking text messages or release any of the video footage that's inside the Capitol? i mean you know they've got cameras everywhere right what are we trying to hide this is supposed to be the most transparent in administration that we've had and well they're about as transparent as fucking you know sheetrock all right, so it says on here, uh, there are hours upon hours of video footage of what happened on January 6th. Uh, some of it could be used in the defense for the Trump supporters and who are currently sitting in jail, yet Nancy Pelosi won't release it even after she was taken to court. There are apparently emails, too, that she won't release those. What's going on here? How is this legal? Judicial Watch reports, and see, this is what they report. Congress exempts itself from the Freedom of Information Act, Judicial Watch, therefore brought its lawsuit under the common law right to access, access the public records. In opposing the broad assertion of secrecy, Judicial Watch details Supreme Court and other pre uh, precedent that upholds the public's right to know the, uh, what their government is up to. Quote, Pelosi Congress, or the Pelosi Congress and its police department, is telling a federal court it is immune from all transparency under law and is trying to hide every second of its J6 videos, countless emails, end quote. This was stated by the Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. He also went on to say the hypocrisy is rich, as is the same Congress that is trying to jail witnesses who, citing privileges, object to providing documents to the Pelosi rump, uh, Pelosi rump January 6th committee. Uh, I, I guess that's a typo, I'm sure. In November 2021, Judicial Watch revealed multiple audio and visual and photo rec records of the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department about the shooting death of Ashley Babbitt on J6 in uh, the U.S. Capitol building. I'm not going to go on about the shooting thing on Ashley Babbitt. Everybody knows that Ashley Babbitt was shot and, and everything. And this, in all honesty, I... 
I don't even know 100% of what the hell's going on with the whole Ashley Babbitt situation. Nobody really knows. The only thing you know, you have a name, you know that she was shot, and you know that she died. And that's all you know, right? The family wants some information, but nobody's talking about it, not on the left or the right. But that's not all Pelosi said. See, Pelosi came out and she made some more dumb statements. She comes out and she says this wonderful piece of news. Uh, that the global inflation is Putin's fault. All right. Now, I actually heard part of this when I, I listened to some of the things that she said. And this was crazy, man. She's trying to say that the government spending is not the reason for the inflation. All right. It was Trump's fault. And now it's Putin's fault. Let's see what the gateway has to say about it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi argued on Sunday that spending trillions of U.S. dollars on her pet projects helped lower the national debt. Pelosi argued the global inflation is Putin's fault. Right now, it shows here that we've got, you know, the national debt or whatever is higher than ever it has just been uh, two years of Fauci lockdowns and Pelosi spending. So when we look upon here, you can see the debt. It's slowly increasing. It's slowly increasing. Now you get over here to 2000. This is whenever Bush comes into office. Right. And then it's rising up a little bit more Then you get over here around 2008. This is Obama Biden right here. So you get a quick little jump on that and then it's starts to steeper incline and we get all the way over here to 2015 2016 now it's still rising but you see it settles off for a little bit right here and it doesn't move much and it's around this time is whenever we got the fucking pandemic around 2019 right and so it starts to increase up around here you got your little boost up there for the spending and then look at 20 fucking 20 man soon as biden comes into office this is a straight fucking shot up man I mean, am I looking at the inflation or am I looking at mail-in ballot records? What the fuck am I looking at, man? It's straight fucking up. And it's, it's, so there's no way in hell you can tell me anything of this belongs to Putin or any of this belongs to fucking Trump, man. I mean, I'm sure there's part of it, but the thing is, it's not Trump that's recommending all of the spending. It's the fucking Congress and the Senate that's writing these fucking bills and spending all of this goddamn money. Trump tries to veto what he can or any other fucking president would try to veto what they can, but it's the Senate and the Congress that are overwriting everything and spending all of this goddamn money. And so honestly, in reality, it's not Biden's fault that the, uh, all of this money is being spent. It's not Putin's fault all of this money is being spent. It's the fucking Congress and the Senate. And it's both Democrats and fucking Republicans, right? And it's one back, one hand scratching the other's back, man. It's fucking crazy, right? They want to sit there and they want to pitch the blame to both fucking people, left and right. It's everybody else's fucking fault, but it's never their own. Never mind these fucking spending things that we're doing. And they'll find different things to fucking, you know, know push for their cause man anything that fucking works for them it, it makes no goddamn sense to me right and then uh so uh let, let's uh let's see it yeah sorry i just threw me off for a bit folks threw me off for a bit uh so uh on another news uh i actually um went to check my email and I came across this story that the New York Times emailed out to me today and I wanted y'all to take a look at this as well too what the hell's going on why is it acting stupid what are we doing what are we doing we interrupt this unimportant broadcast for a quick kiki break all right so Tom Brady is coming back a month after announcing his retirement <laughs> that being said he's already setting records before he's even retouched the field 
He is going crazy on the Fanatics website. He sold more merchandise in two hours after this announcement was made than he did in the previous two weeks. Of course, because people hear that, oh my God, Brady's coming back. Which, did he really ever really leave? Because that's what one guy says on Twitter. This is what he says. uh, Corey A. Either. Dude actually never really retired. It's been literally a month since the announcement, in quotations, during the offseason. These headlines are stupid. Another person says, uh, this is Haya underscore Maya. Maya, I'm sorry if the pronunciation is wrong. But she says, I'm getting the vibe that Tom Brady is a narcissist. And the once retirement... And once the retirement, I'm sorry, attention waned and the world started talking about other stuff, he desperately made an announcement that would put the spotlight back on himself. I'm a hater, though, so I'm biased. (laughs) People have mixed emotions about it. This would be Tom Brady's 23rd season if he comes back. Well, he's coming back. So for a 23rd season. Speaking of which, his last touchdown football sold just last night for 518k. Just a few hours before he made this announcement, actually. I wonder how that person feels spending $518,000 on a football when this guy's about to throw probably a couple hundred or a thousand more in this next season. So let's go. We now return you back to the Broke-Ass Podcast, already in session. All right, folks, let's take a look at this news story right here. All right, this is from the New York Times. This was this morning, March 14th, all right, 2022. It says, good morning. We uh, we look at how Vladimir Zelensky became an unlikely global hero. The New York Times, I guess, is believing that the uh, once comedian, now president, it is a global hero. Let's see what they have to say about it. Now, this is from David uh Lanhart, a comedian who listens. National heroes sometimes have humble political origins. Abraham Lincoln was arguably the country's least qualified president, a former one-term member of Congress at the time that took office. Winston Churchill looked like a washed-up politician when Germany invaded Poland in 1939, and Vladimir... uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky did not seem like international symbol of courage when Russia began threatening to invade Ukraine in recent months. So we're really comparing Zelensky to Lincoln and fucking Churchill. This just because they call it a glass dick don't mean you got to suck on it, fuckers, man. You need to put the crack pipe down, okay? In today's new letter, newsletter, I want to give you a brief profile of Zelensky and uh one that goes beyond the one or two sentences many people have heard about him in recent weeks. I'll also link to some of the best profiles of him and podcast about him for anybody who wants to know more. Really? So what we're saying here is apparently this motherfucker who was inspired by Benny Hill's fucking humor and everything else. uh, Jesus Christ, man. Can you honestly believe half of the shit the people are fucking talking about with this guy, right? And, and so, 
we got the New York Times praising him as a fucking hero, but what's going on with the New York Times? Well, the New York Times apparently has been exposed for all kinds of fucking things. And with what they were exposed with, like take Adam Goldman here, for instance. All right. So Adam Goldman apparently has deleted his New York Times account. It is gone. I went up there and I checked for it myself. It's missing. Right. Adam Goldman is the one that was actually exposed by James O'Keefe about the whole fucking New York Times situation and how we fucked up or something like that or whatever. They, they knew their fucking lies. Right. They're preaching their fucking lies. They're preaching their fucking propaganda and everything else. And so how can we honestly believe the shit that they're actually talking about whenever they're talking about Zelensky? I mean, is he truly a hero? Well, some people believe him to be a hero and so much so that he's going to be actually having a meeting with congress come on wednesday man and he's going to be speaking to congress i'm not sure what he's going to be speaking about everybody's screaming that you know they need this and they need that but Zelensky's never really come forth and asked so now he's going to come forth and talk to us this is from pelosi and schumer they actually reach out dear colleague the congress our country and the world are in awe of the people of ukraine who have shown extraordinary courage resilience and determination in the face of russia's unprovoked vicious and illegal war as war rages on in Ukraine, it is with great respect and admiration for the Ukrainian people that we invite all members of the House Senate to attend a virtual address to the United States Congress delivered by President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine on Wednesday, March 16th at 9 a.m. Is that Eastern Time? I'm not sure. Is it Eastern Time, Ukrainian Time? What the fuck time is it? I'm not sure. All right. The virtual address will be received in Capitol Visitor Center Congressional Auditorium. Only members are invited to attend. Doors will open at 8 a.m. and the members are to arrive no later than 8.50 a.m. So you're given 10 minutes to sit down and get ready. Sure. Seating will be first come, first serve in accordance with guidelines developed by the Office of Attending Physician. Why do we have guidelines of an Office of Attending Physician as far as like the seating arrangement goes? Are you fucking serious? Thought we were done with this shit. Fully vaccinated attendees are not required to wear a mask and attendees who are not fully vaccinated must wear a mask at all times. Now, how do we know that everybody's going to be fully vaccinated? We're going to be bringing our fucking medical records and our shot records up there to us. I mean, Jesus Christ, are we fucking people or are we pets, man? And the only time you have to bring your shot records is whenever you have a fucking dog to make sure nobody fucking bites anybody. I think I'm more worried about Pelosi biting somebody than I am anybody else. Of course, she'd all have to just take out her teeth and throw them at somebody. She can bite you from a distance. Please RSVP to the Speaker's office uh, no later than 12 p.m. on Tuesday, March 15th. The Congress remains unwavering in our commitment to supporting Ukraine as they face Putin's cruel and diabolical aggression and to passing legislation to cripple and isolate the Russian economy as well as deliver humanitarian, security, and economic assistance to Ukraine. We look forward to the privilege of welcoming President Zelensky's address to the House and Senate to convey our support Support to the people of Ukraine as they bravely defend democracy. We hope that you can join us for this special presentation. Yeah. We now interrupt your regular broadcast for this special fucking presentation. And she is seriously fucking special. 
bitch is touched in the head, man. I'm telling you right now. So we're praising fucking Zelensky to be a hero. We're going to allow him to give us a call to fucking beg for resources and everything else. We're going to send him all of this fucking money, but that's not part of the reason for inflation, right? It's Putin's fucking fault, right? So we got to send all of your taxpayer dollars over there to Ukraine. We're not going to help any of the vets. We're not going to help the homeless. We're not going to help the fucking people that are suffering here. We're not going to help the fucking dysfunctional fucking businesses because of fucking COVID. But we're going to send money over to Ukraine. That's absolutely the best fucking thing to do, right? Let's get on it, folks. So with that right there, uh, I mean, is he really a hero, right? Well, apparently over here, because some people have been screaming Nazis, right? Even Putin came out and said he's denazifying Ukraine, that they were neo-Nazis. Well, are there neo-Nazis in Ukraine? According to Salon right here, are there really neo-Nazis fighting it for Ukraine? Well, yes, but it's a long story. No, Putin didn't wage war to denazify Ukraine, but that nation's shadowy far-right militias are a big trouble. All right, and this is from uh, Media, uh, Media Benjamin, Benjamin and Nicholas J.S. Davies. Uh, it was published March 10th, you know, from Salon, I guess, Salon Magazine. Not really fucking sure what fucking magazine that's from, you know. But here I've actually got video footage. Now, this was from, I believe it was Fox News, Fox News Sunday. Somebody had recorded this. And if let's take a look, and, and if you watch closely, see, all right, so here's Zelensky talking to people, right? And you can see this iron cross that's on his shirt. Now, what is this? I mean, that iron cross looks very familiar, right? It looks very, it, it kind of resembles the iron cross from the Germans during World War II. No, we're not saying that that is the same iron cross because Ukraine is over there close to all of that. And so it could resemble something similar to them. It could be you know, just something symbolic for them specifically specifically right but here's the question so whenever the same speech that he said was broadcast later on fox news you can see the cross is gone they digitally removed it why did they do that if there's nothing wrong with the cross if he's not standing for anything that's so bad why are they taking away the symbolism that he's exposing for all to see right it makes no damn sense to me man it, it, you know it, and so we want to scream that he's a hero, but anything that he's showing and he's broadcasting, we're going to hide it from the world, right? And then we have a video right here that I came across at one point in time. Now, I'm not going to play the audio for you because it's all spoken in either Russian or Ukrainian. But if you take a look at this, folks, take a look at this. You can see these tanks are clearly facing towards the uh, apartment buildings, right? Like they're hiding behind the apartment buildings. Now, you hear the Russians telling people that they've been using the citizens as, uh, as shields, right? But all you hear about from the mainstream media is screaming how the Russians are attacking the civilians and the Russians are attacking like these hospitals right let's take the hospitals for instance well let's take a look at this there was a story that came out on cnn right if it's going to pull up here i guess i hesitate a pregnant woman and her baby die after mariupol maternity hospital bombing Right. So we see this woman that's being carried off in the cart and she looks kind of familiar. This woman does. We're not really sure who she is, but she looks kind of familiar whenever you're looking at this carried off in the cart. Let's see what CNN has to say. And this is from Alex. What's his face? Fucking better. Stamba. 
All right. A pregnant woman who was injured when a maternity hospital in Ukraine city of Maripol was bombed on Wednesday has died along with her newborn baby. A uh, A surgeon who was treating her confirmed on Monday. Now, the surgeon, Timur Moron, uh, told Ukrainian television from Maripol uh, while she was being re- uh, resuscitated and the anti-shock measures were being taken, we performed a cesarean section and took a child with no signs of life. The child's res- uh, resuscitation for more than a half hour and more than a half an hour did not work. Uh, resuscitation of the mother for half an hour or more without any results. They both died. An Associated Press image of emerging workers carrying the injured woman on a stretcher outside the bombed hospital was shown around the world last week, including by CNN. According to the Associated Press, medics did not have time to get the woman's name before her husband and father came to retrieve her body. So, really, dude? That's gotta love them. Close. Uh, before she did not... Uh, so, she did not end up... Um, uh, Murpal's last grave. So it's kind of convenient that they came and they took the body really quick, took the child, took the body, so that way nobody can see uh, or know who the hell she is, right? But we have this little picture of her getting carted off. And this is a small video. I'm not going to bother playing the video, but you can see this is the woman getting carted off. Now it looks a lot like this woman down here that is walking down. See, you can see like the little purple blankets and everything else. She looks really familiar. And whenever we take a closer look at her, well, we'll take a look at that here in a second. Uh, now let's go on with the story. It says, Mariupol City Administration confirmed Sunday that a large convoy of humanitarian aid dis- uh, destined for the besieged city had not arrived and was stuck at Bertizan, I don't know, and some 50 miles to the west. After Wednesday's attack on the hospital, Maripol City Council accused Russian forces of dropping several bombs on it from the air, calling the destruction enormous. Last week, Maripol's mayor uh, accused Russians of genocide for its targeting of civilian buildings. Ukrainian President Zelensky denounced the, hos- uh, denounced the hospital bombing on Wednesday as uh, an atrocity. Now, the Russian Foreign Minister, Sergei uh, Larvov, Uh, Lavrov, I guess, on Thursday alleged without evidence that the bombed hospital was being used by Ukrainian troops that all patients and nurses had left. Later Thursday, a Russian Ministry of Defense spokesperson denied the briefing that Russia had shelled the military hospital at all, calling it a provocation. Right. So they're screaming. They all say without evidence, but the only evidence that they have is, you know, testimony of a whole bunch of people and this one pregnant chick. Well, again, like I said, this pregnant chick seems familiar. She looks kind of like this person right here. You know, this is actually a Ukrainian Instagram influencer. She's got a lot of makeup stuff that she does in that face. Take a closer look, folks. It, it kind of looks similar. So, I mean, can you honestly believe everything that's happening, everything that's going on, right? I mean, we've got CNN, uh, we've got uh, news reporters that are dying over there, supposedly, possibly because of friendly fire, because of thing happened over there. But what kind of friendly fire was it? Then I got videos that I just showed you of tanks hiding behind uh you know, apartment buildings, but yet the CNN's going to tell you that this pregnant woman died from a Russian bombing over at a hospital when the Russians said we told them to clear it out and it was cleared out. They were using it as something else, right? 
And now apparently Ukrainians have time to do some TikTok. So this one guy right here, it's it's one foul wow too. All right, check this guy out and let's listen to what he has to say. Put in the toolbox. But can somebody please tell me what the hell is going on with this goddamn war? It just don't make no sense. I know social media is at the highest level it's ever been, but Ukrainian soldiers doing TikToks on the battlefield? God damn! I mean, how dangerous is it? You can actually pull out your phone and do TikTok dances. I mean, god damn! This is crazy, people. And what is it with all this people catching the train and jumping on the plane to go fight on the battlefield? Is that what you can do now? You can just actually pick up your own uniform and say, you know what, I'm going to go fight for Ukraine. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to show these Russians who's boss. Is this, this is unrealistic. This is unrealistic. I don't know about you, but I just don't trust this social media. I don't trust media itself. I don't trust what's going on. It just seems odd. And I seem to second that motion, man. I don't really trust much of anything that's happening in the world. They all seem to have their own little agenda and they're all making you fight against each other, man. Even people like Mitt Romney, all right? So you got Mitt Romney, who every, a lot of people refer to him as a rhino that stands for Republican in name only. And he pretty much is. He runs on the Republican ticket, but... He he doesn't act like any other regular Republicans that I know of. And then you got Tulsi Gabbard, who runs as a Democrat. And I absolutely love Tulsi Gabbard. She speaks her mind. She speaks the truth. And she speaks for what she believes in. And I think the only reason why she runs as a Democrat, because she runs as a Democrat in name only. She's more of a dino. All right. Because of the fact that Tulsi Gabbard is more towards the center, which is a lot of where I'm at. Right. I'm neither left nor right. I'm more towards the middle, man. I want to find a happy medium. Let's find that middle ground. But apparently, Mitt Romney is going off on Tulsi. He, this is what he has to say. Tulsi Gabbard is parroting false Russian propaganda. Her treasonous lies may very well cost lives. Right? So apparently, he's saying that she's spreading a whole bunch of bullshit and propaganda, the same thing that Putin is doing. Well, he also goes on to say, just heard from President Zelensky, people are dying. Freedom is under assault. And his number one request is the old Soviet jets. Why has it got to be old Soviet jets, right? What's the whole purpose of the old Soviet jets? See, we've seen a lot of images coming through about the uh, Russian army attacking and showing Russian tanks, but they're all 1970s model. So it's kind of funny, huh? Things are seen, uh, you know, everything tends to make full circle. Let's circle back to that. Uh, the U.S. and the NATO should accommodate this request now. Why should the U.S. and NATO accommodate old Soviet jets, right? Weren't those things retired to someone? Uh, Schumer and Pelosi must also put the Ukraine aid bill on the floor Monday for the U.S. to send desperately needed money to the humanitarian aid to Ukraine now. Waiting on congressional calendar to uh, congressional calendar is unacceptable when people are dying. So yes, it's really quick to spend fucking money for other people when that money doesn't fucking belong to you and you live fucking tax free. Mm. What does Tulsi have to say about Mitt's little rant that he went off on? Well, Tulsi goes on a little rant herself. She says that, Mitt Romney, you have called me a treasonous liar for stating the fact that there are 25 plus U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine, which, if breached, would release spread and spread deadly pathogens to the U.S. and world and therefore must be secured 
in order to prevent new pandemics. Bizarrely, you claim that securing these labs or even calling for the securing of these labs is treasonous and will lead to a loss of life when the exact opposite is obviously true. Obviously fucking true. What the fuck? Uh, the spread of pathogens is what will cause the loss of life, not the prevention of such spread. Senator Romney, please provide evidence that what I said is untrue and treasonous. And if you cannot, you should do the honorable thing. Apologize and resign from the Senate. We already know they're never going to fucking quit. They're never going to give up. No matter how much you expose of the truth and no matter how much you tell There's the world, they're never going to give up. Well, you know what? Jake Tapper, he's fucking going on and on about fucking and Putin and everything else because he's talking about the invasion of Ukraine. This let, let's let's listen to what Tapper's got to fucking say about this whole situation. Administration, forgive me. This is going to sound condescending, um, but it's too early for me to figure out any other way to say it. Uh, does the Biden under administration understand that when, when Americans and Europeans see uh, five-year-old children choked to death by Putin's chemical weapons that we're going to have to go in? Do they understand? Uh, that there is no, uh, there is no uh, holding back. That we're going to have to take a far more aggressive approach. Administration officials, Joe, recognize that we're teetering on the edge of potentially a far more dangerous phase of this war. Let's start with. No, let's start with the fact that why are those fucking bioweapons out there? Why are those fucking labs out there? And why is everybody calling it Russians fucking bioweapons? Because of the fact they were in fucking Ukraine. They were paid for with American fucking money. Research lab or not, I don't give a fuck what you call it. Don't look for the man behind the goddamn curtain or whatever, man. But the thing is... These are fucking labs that have these fucking biological agents in these fucking labs. And now everybody's screaming, these were not bio labs. These were, you know, blah, blah, blah. These were research and safety things. But Jesus Christ, now that Putin's got them, holy fuck, they're bio labs now and they're weapons. What? A pistol is still a pistol, whether it's in your fucking hand or mine, all right? A weapon is still a fucking weapon, no matter how you fucking use it. Like, somebody once said, I was listening to Dave on X-22, and he said, you know, someone else made the comment, uh, you know, a carrot is just a fucking carrot until I stab you in the fucking eyeball with it. Now it's a fucking weapon, right? So in the hands of the United States and Ukraine, it was research, but in the hands of Russia, it's a weapon. What do you think about the whole situation? I'm curious on what you want to know. You can write us a lowdown dirty Shane 20 uh, at gmail.com. You can go on the website, send us an email about it. Leave your messages in the comments, right? Do you think I'm right? Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm a bubbling fucking moron? I, it's whatever. I don't care. Let me know what you think, right? But this situation is fucking crazy no matter how you look at it. And you cannot honestly say that we are getting 100% of the truth on either side of the fucking story, right? You're getting snippets of what everybody wants you to see and what everybody wants you to fucking hear. Whether it's coming from the left or the right, they're both fucking feeding you full of shit. How much are you going to fucking eat before you start spewing it back up? That's the only question I have. Now on to let's let's go with the next little segment that I want to call what the fuck people. I mean seriously, the world's going fucking crazy, right? We already know all of this shit over in Ukraine's going fucking nuts. You got Pelosi making stupid fucking statements, and now you got situations like this. Apparently, they're trying to close down a VA hospital in fucking Brooklyn, man. Why the fuck are you going to close down a VA hospital in Brooklyn? Check this shit out. Hey Patriots, I'm outside the VA hospital in Brooklyn on this Sunday in the cold. I don't mind it. 
but these are all veterans here, okay? What are they fighting for? They're fighting because they're going to close down this fucking VA hospital in Brooklyn and the one in Staten Island. You get that? Okay? These veterans have to go. These guys that need help, sickness, or whatever, they got to go to fucking Jersey if they close this down. This is the second time in about 10 years that we're out here fighting for this. So I'm calling on you civilians. You, like me, who suck up the milk and honey every fucking day, okay? When these hearings come up, I'm going to let you know, and we're going to be out in mass. Okay? We're always out protesting, but this is important because these are the men and women that keep us fucking going. And they're going to have to go to fucking Jersey to get health care coverage? That's fucking bullshit. Okay? It's fucking insanity. It is a fucking shame. This is going to go to the president's desk eventually, and we're going to stop it. We're going to get this fucking thing saved. You hear me? So I'm going to reach out to you, and you better be there for these people. And, and this was a little bit personal with me. I'm, I'm a vet and everything else. So, and my dad's a vet. And, and I see a lot of the struggles and the issues that he goes with dealing with the VA. I don't fuck with the VA because I don't fucking trust the VA. All right. I don't fucking trust the government. I don't trust a lot of these fucking people in power. Uh, they do things for fucking money. And it's just, no, I, I'm not dealing with that shit. So I try to take care of myself the best fucking way that I can. But my dad suffers through this shit. So this one's a little bit personal with me. So they're closing down the VA over there in fucking Brooklyn. And they're trying to make everybody go over to jersey why are they trying to save money i thought biden was taking care of everything we're going to be sending all this fucking money over to ukraine to help out these people so do you actually get this money we have to shut down vas is that what's happening again what the fuck people well we got a little bit more shit coming up so apparently there's a thing going on with daylight savings time daylight savings time apparently is dangerous for you i know i struggled a little bit whenever i lost that sleep but apparently according to toronto's son you got to trust the science, folks. Scientific research has found that the transition to daylight savings time, which takes place Sunday, could be linked to heart disease and strokes, according to the report from the American Heart Association. Wonder if the daylight savings time and the heart disease is linked to anybody that's vaccinated. Maybe vaccination and daylight savings time, the combination, that's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. Let's take a listen. Daylight savings time is intended to extend the use of natural daylight as we transition to the summer months, but the annual ritual shows an increase in the incidence of heart disease and stroke during the changeover. We don't really know the specific reason for the increase in heart disease and stroke during the daylight savings time change, but it likely has something to do with the disruption to the body's internal clock or the uh, circadian rhythm, I guess that's what it's called, according to Donald M. Lloyd-Jones, president of the American Heart Association. Hmm. Daylight savings time is going to kill you, right? But the vaccine is perfectly fucking safe. That has nothing to do with anything. But the daylight savings time, that's going to fucking kill you. And as we continue to go on in fucking craziness like this, Elon Musk continues to fucking impress me. He has become the greatest fucking internet troll on Twitter. I fucking love Elon Musk. Well, maybe not the greatest internet troll, but when we lost Trump, we gained Elon. That's what happened. You know, sorry, the mean tweets didn't really stop. They just transferred of hands. It's an exchange of power. You know, kind of like January 20th. Elon Musk tweets out this beautiful fucking picture of everybody that's on the left. I support the current thing, right? Because everybody acts like fucking circus elephants, man. You're trained to do the trick. Jump, fucking elephant, jump. But let's get you on the ball. Let's balance, baby. And then he puts out one more little tweet that I just had to share with everybody else. The Netflix waiting for the war to end to make a movie about a black Ukraine guy that falls in love with a transgender Russian soldier. 
right? It's the new woke West side. I'm telling you the new woke West side story. It's the thing that's running all over the fucking times, man. Everybody's fucking loving it. Everybody's going nuts for it. And I just personally, I just can't get enough of it myself, man. So that's, 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 that's the show folks. I, you know, hope you enjoyed everything. I hope you, uh, you know, maybe you took in a little bit of news. Maybe you got some laughs out of it. Maybe I don't fucking know. I don't know what you get out of it, folks. All I know is I'm just giving you everything that I got. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. Uh, again, we're going to finish off with a shameless plug. So let's close it like we open it, right? We're going to finish with a shameless plug. Don't forget, you can go to the website, lowdowndirtyshane.com. You can find us on all of your major podcast providers, and we have links for that available on the website as well. You can just scroll down through and find everything that you need to find right there. You can gain more information about us as you click on the different uh, pages that are available. Careful, some of those ones are tricky. Uh, don't forget, you can find Find us on all of our social media providers. We are on True Social again. Like and subscribe. Follow for more. Ring that bell if you want to be notified whenever new videos come out. And we'll see you next week. This has been a Lowdown Dirty Chains production. Just jokes, folks.